This is the Epoch Times. Welcome to Epoch Audio, showcasing the best journalism covering news, culture, and society, addressing issues overlooked or avoided by other media. For the text version of this and more articles providing truth, tradition, and hope, please go to theepochtimes.com. Former central bank governor warns Canada faces more austere future. Written by Doug Lett. A former governor of the Bank of Canada is warning that in the coming years, Canadians at every level of society will be facing financial challenges and making sacrifices. Quote, however unpalatable such curtailment may be, failure to invest in adaptation will condemn Canadians to a much more unpleasant future. Unquote. David Dodge told the House of Commons Finance Committee on September 25th. Mr. Dodge, who is now with the Calgary law firm Bennett Jones LLP, said there are four elements of structural change facing the country. First, he said an aging population will require more spending on care for the elderly. Second, climate change will require more spending on adaptive measures, as well as on the reduction of greenhouse gas emissions. Third, the fragmentation of global markets means Canada will have to produce more of its own goods, rather than buying from other countries. Fourth is artificial intelligence, or AI. Mr. Dodge said, AI and digitalization offer great hope for future productivity increases, but in the short term require very significant increases in investment. At the same time, he said debt levels are high, both for individuals and governments, and savings are weak. He said, attempting to finance all these investments by borrowing is resulting in an increase in prices and interest rates and will continue to do so at least over the next decade. Adding that it means governments, businesses and people will all have to spend less. Mr. Dodge told the Finance Committee that businesses must devote a larger share of revenues to investment than before the COVID-19 pandemic. He said people will look to governments for help but governments face precisely the same issues as do households. Governments cannot borrow their way out of these difficult choices. Economy contracting Lisa Raitt, former cabinet minister under Prime Minister Stephen Harper and co-chair for the new Advisory Council Coalition for a Better Future, echoed Mr. Dodge's sentiments. She said inflation is rising, economic challenges are also growing, and as David Dodge pointed out, we have an aging population, weak business investment, and poor productivity. She went on to tell the committee, on a per capita basis, our economy is not only stalled, it's actually contracting. Real GDP per capita has fallen for four straight quarters and we're producing less per person today than we did in 2018. Adding, Labor productivity in terms of output per hour of work looks even worse. It's fallen 11 out of the last 12 quarters, and the productivity numbers in the first half of the year are below what they were in the final six months of 2014. She went on to say, if things don't change, we'll soon be talking about a lost decade of productivity. She said there are things to be optimistic about. Business investment is rising, and there are signs of rebounds in the construction of new factories. Overall, she said the country needs significantly more investment. Government Spending The committee heard a similar message from other economists on September 21st. 
Ian Lee, a professor from the Sprott School of Business at the University of Carleton in Ottawa, said Canada has forgotten the painful lessons of excessive government spending that led to the Chrétien government tackling the federal debt in the mid-1990s. Mr. Lee said, It's now very clear we have forgotten these lessons and it's time to go back to school. Rising inflation was indeed caused by the lockdowns and supply chain interruptions, but exacerbated by massive excessive monetary and fiscal stimulus. He also pointed to Ottawa's targeting of grocery chain executives for rising food prices, which included calling them to Ottawa for a meeting on September 18th as an example of Ottawa's misguided priorities. He said some argue that grocery store executives are greedy and profit-gouging. Any person who conducts inter-industry comparative analysis knows that grocery retailing has notoriously low net profit margins. He added, adding the Prime Minister's threat of tax measures will not help. So if such a tax was imposed on food prices in Canada, it will raise the price of food. Mr. Lee went on to outline a host of problems he believes are hampering Canada's economy. He said, I'm urging parliamentarians to return to an examination of the economic fundamentals of Canada by examining low productivity, protectionist policies in certain industries, such as airlines, telecom, agriculture, that exclude foreign competitors that drive up prices to much higher levels. It is timely to recall Pogo's very wise words, said Mr. Lee, referring to the comic strip by Walt Kelly. We have met the enemy, and it is us, or more precisely, it is you, the elected officials, who have approved these extensive multiple barriers time after time, in bill after bill, year after year. Pension Fund Investments Another expert, Daniel Brosseau, with investment firm Letco Brosseau and Associates, said even pension plans are feeling the pinch, referring to the many Canadian pension funds that have fled the Canadian marketplace. He said, The negative effect that seems to attract the most attention has been the exit from Canada of Canadian pension funds. Canadian public equities held by Canadian pension funds fell from 80% of their total equities in 1990 to probably less than 10% now, representing under 4% of their total assets. The argument most often used to justify this behavior is the expectation of higher returns in foreign markets, said Mr. Brosseau, but pointed out that this is not always the case. He also said pension funds investing elsewhere means there is less money being invested in Canada to fuel the economy. He said from the point of view of the Canadian economy, $100 invested outside the country may generate extra dollar returns, but the impact of the absence of the $100 invested in the local economy may be much greater. Business Investment Mr. Lee highlighted a similar concern about dwindling business investment. He said, we are seeing a decline in capital, business capital expenditures, and people who say, you know, their eyes glaze over. Capital expenditures? What's that? He went on to say, if you want to know how any economy in the world, what it's going to look like in three or four or five years, look at total aggregate business investment today. And if it's going down, your economy is going to look pretty shabby in three or four or five years. The committee is doing pre-budget consultations before the 2024 federal budget. Thanks again for listening to Epoch Audio. For more Epoch Times articles in text, please visit theepochtimes.com.
This is the Epoch Times.